Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and that's the or this is the big show, I should say. That's the big show. No, we're not done yet. We're just starting, baby. We're just starting. Anyhow, this is the big show, and um, I'm really glad you found it, you know, with the plethora out there of podcasts to listen to and enjoy. Um, I think it's awesome, you know. You, you chose to listen to our little one here, so very, very cool. Hey, I am super excited today. Uh, first off, I hope everybody had a long, nice holiday weekend, um, ample grilling and uh, family, and I hope somewhere in there you snuck in a moment of, re- of uh, reflection to think about, you know, all the uh, cats and kittens that made it possible for us to be able to do that. Uh, you know, it was a solemn weekend, but one of the cool things I like about Memorial Day weekend is it is, it's, it's, it's you know, the idea is very solemn and, uh, you know, sober and, uh, you know, but right in there is a lot of, uh, you know, they're like, yeah, just have a moment of that, but also grill and hang out and, uh, you know, eat a lot of good food. Uh, I think that's a nice blend. That's a well-blended holiday. That's what I like, man. That's what I like. Um, but today we have a fantastic guest. She is um, one of the co-stars of a new movie, uh, came out, um, when did this movie come out? It, I know that we've had a few people uh, involved in it um, over the last couple of weeks, and uh, so I think it's, uh, no, you know what, this isn't even out yet. No, it's not. I'm just so cool that I've seen it already, but it dropped June 2nd. How about that? Via Terra Films? The name of the movie is SMA My Love, and without further ado, I'd like to welcome the fantastic um, actor, actress. I, you know, I don't know. I can never get that right. But anyway, um, she's one of the stars of it, uh, Mrs. or Ms., I don't know, Stacey Wexstein, Stein. I'm sorry, Wexstein. We talked about that before. Hey, Stacey, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me on, Jamie. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to be on this show, man. Class to join up around here. I am, uh, I'm very honored. I'm very honored. You, my friend, are, well, first off, let me ask you, because you're in the business. You're in the business. Is it actress when it's a female thespian, or do they prefer actor, or is there a preference? Am I messing that up somehow? I mean, I can only speak for myself. I do not have a preference. You can call me an actor. You can call me an actress. As long as your check clears and the script is good, I'm in. <laughs> a, a woman after my own heart. I love it. That's what I tell They're like, my day job, you know, I was telling you before we came on the air, is I'm a painter. I paint pictures of people and stuff. Been doing that 20 some, over 20 years now. And uh, people always ask me, they're like, what do you like to paint the most. I'm like, I will paint a cow's backside if the check clears. I do not care, you know. Um, <laughs> not a problem, man. I have a pretty wife that likes shoes. I need checks to clear. That's what I need. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Um, well, anyway, 
you're an actress uh, or actor. If somebody, I don't want to get emails or have a Twitter thing happen or something. Um, sorry if I offended anybody. Wasn't my intent. Anyhow, yeah, I hate saying stuff like that because you just sound so creepy, you know. So I don't want to be one of those guys. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Stacy Weckstein. Stacy, you were phenomenal. You're a heck of a good actor. See there, I mixed it up. Um, you you blew me away in this film. That's the man oh, I thank love. you so what much. What a film. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really glad you enjoyed oh, it. I'm, I'm telling you, this is one of those, again, everybody, you know, so everybody, maybe new listeners don't know, I'm a weirdo artist. So I like kind of weirdo art. And um, I'm not saying this was a weirdo movie. Definitely kind of an artsy-fartsy type movie that gets your mind going, your gears going, lots of twists. Um, this is this is very cool. It's one of my favorites of the year so far. Oh, wow. Really, really good. What a compliment. Yeah. Your favorite of the year. That's kind of a big deal. I'm telling you. And I'm telling you. And Cocaine Bear came out this year. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, I prefer this way more than that. Uh, no, this was very, very good. And oh, we had uh, Corey on, Corey Choi, uh, writer, director, producer, um, hat check girl, and whatever else needs to be done, I'm sure, on set. Um, anyhow, folks, uh, we had him on, and I told him one of my favorite scenes, and I don't want to give anything away, and I don't think I will, because it's in the uh, the promo for the press picks and whatnot. I believe it's in the trailer. I can't remember. Um, but there's a scene in particular, and I don't want to say where that happens in the movie, but a certain actress is under the water screaming and sold it to me. Sold it. What a scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was definitely fun to do um, an underwater shoot. That was my first um, underwater film shoot. Wow. Wow. I would have been intimidated by that. I would have been intimidated. Well, luckily, I've done underwater modeling, which is like still photography, um, and wow. so I had a little bit of experience being comfortable in the water before being thrown in. <laughs> you did an amazing job with it. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. This is such a great movie, and it drops, I, I was right, folks, I, I saw, finally saw my notes here, June 2nd, this is coming out, so we want everybody to, uh, I don't know if you can pre-order it now, if you can, do that. If not, um, here in a couple of days, I'm going to be bugging everybody on all my social media to watch this. Uh, <laughs> fantastic film. SMA, my love. Now, Stacy, let me ask you, uh, you know, a couple years ago, uh, two or three years ago, when you were a young lass, did you know that um, movie actress was, you know, what you wanted to be, what you needed to be doing? Was that well, I mean... I would say a couple of years ago, 100% yes. But if you ask Childhood <laughs> Stacy, no. Childhood Stacy wanted to be a maid. Um, <laughs> a maid? <laughs> yes, a, a house cleaner. Not an old maid, but just a maid. <laughs> yes, like I fish love nets, cleaning. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. You, would, you, would, you and I are peas in a pod, man. I love... This is the thing. I, I have a beautiful wife who I love very much, folks. I adore her tremendously. Um, and we're both into, you know, we're, we're both artsy-fartsy. We're into modern stuff. Um, 
I am a little bit anal. I like things very organized, nice, nice and tidy. My wife has a fetish. And, I, yeah, we're going to go there. I'm going to tell you what her fetish is. <laughs> if she sees a flat surface, things must be on it. Um, that's her fetish. She, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. She just goes, oh, here, let me put this here. So it'll be in the way later and look filled, lived in, um, if you will. Drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. I tell her, I'm like, you can't have a modern, you know, the modern house, there's two things they don't have, dust and bric-a-brac. Um, so, you know. <laughs> Copious amounts of dust collectors, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, she does. She does. A house looks like the, the Adams family lives here. It's crazy. But um, obviously, I don't get my way, you know. But there's no doubt. Well, she so just wanted to support your hobby. She's just giving you obvious mm. objects to help you clean. <laughs> Never thought about it. <laughs> she did give me that black and white outfit. No, I'm that's a whole other show, man. And it was only for Halloween, that's all I'm saying. Being turned into once a month. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. <laughs> Digging myself into a hole here. Oh my gosh. No, um no, but it, it does, you know. It's 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 funny. I'm the same way though. A maid though. I never I never went there. Well that's cool. That's cool. Did you grow up in a in a tidy home? Or a home that needed to be mated, cleaned, if you will? Yeah, my mom really liked cleaning, and um, so I think she passed that gene on to me. So I would go over to my neighbor's houses and fold their laundry for fun and dust. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, strange child, indeed. That's amazing. I, you know, the world growing up. I grew up in the. Um, I remember this had to be the the early nineties. Um, yeah, it was. It was definitely like nineteen ninety one or something. I was living with this gal. We were living in uh, in Michigan. I grew up in Metro Detroit. We were living in Dearborn, Michigan, all places. And um, one day there was a rapping at the door, and it wasn't a raven, folks. It was a little girl from down the street. Um, her name was Amber. I remember. And Amber asked me. She said, "Hey." I want to do, she wanted to do something, Sesame Street on ice or something. And she was trying to raise money to do this. And she wasn't going door to door begging. She asked me if I had any chores she could do for a couple of dollars. I was blown away. I was like, wow, a youngster that wants to work. I'm, I'm on board with this. But even in those gentle, innocent days of, of yore, I, um, I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd better, sweetie, I better give your mama a call. Just to make, let, first off, let her know where you're at. If I could be a crazy psycho killer, uh, I wasn't. Wasn't nearly that interesting. Um, but secondly, uh, just to make sure, you know, she knows what you're doing. Um, I don't want to be on the bad end of this, is all I'm saying. And this was pre-law and order, folks. Um, but so I called her mom, and her mom was, you know, oh, you don't have to. Are you kidding me? And she was kind of embarrassed. I said, no, no. Always work to be done here at, uh, at the house. And um, so, yeah, she would come over once a week and dust and, and change a cat box. And she got $20 for that. And, uh, you know, she was pretty good. That's a heck of a deal. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think she was a kid. She, she had to be like, I don't know, eight or nine or something like that. And, um, yeah, different world. Any youngsters listening to this, don't go do that today. I, I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to see something on the news. Um, you know, 
No, don't do that today. It's a different world. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, especially if somebody's got aluminum foil in their windows or something. No, don't go to that house. Don't even sell them Girl Scout cookies. It's a bad thing. Um, Were you a Girl Scout, Stacey? I was not. I lived in such a small town that we didn't actually have Girl Scouts. Um, wow. So I, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's my sad wonderful. childhood story. <laughs> That's amazing. That's, I, bet your, I bet your house today is very clean. It is not as clean as I'd like, but it is, yes, cleaner than, than most. <laughs> nice. Nice. You're going to make uh, you're going to make a, a fantastic mom. Everybody will have a chore list to do, you know, all this and that. You're, you know, you're a movie star, Stacy. You're not bad on the eyes either. All, I had a friend Andy Hugh and his mom was like that. We she never had to pay to get her lawn mowed or car washed, any of that. All the young boys around the neighborhood were Johnny on the spot to go over to Mrs. Hughes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I hope she's Very listening true. to this now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she does. Her little army, she called them. All of her little men. She would always say that. Oh, my little men are always so nice to me. I'm like, oh, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Nothing That's weird ever happened, ladies and gentlemen. It was a different world. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. Anyhow. Well, so how did you get into acting? Uh, you know, when you in this small town, when you weren't folding laundry and uh, – you know, keeping everything ship shape. Did was it through school? Were you did you get the lead in the play? What what happened? No, you know, I actually went to school for musical theater. So I kind of oh. came at acting from a an angle of a, a singer because I mm-hmm. we had choir in my uh, high school. We didn't have. I think we did maybe one play, and it was like maybe a ten minute play in high school, but. We didn't have, you know, full-length productions or anything like that. Like I said, it was a, a very small school. Like, my the town that I'm in has maybe 200 people on a good day. And, wow. um Yeah, so I came into acting through singing, um, and then I discovered, oh, wow, I really like theater. And then I moved to New York and discovered that film was a thing as well. Not that I hadn't seen, you know, TV shows and movies growing up. I just hadn't even considered that as an avenue to pursue. I was just really focused wow. on theater. You moved from a 200-person town to New York, the city so nice they named it twice. The big, I mean, this is like Clark. <laughs> Were you fighting crime in the evening? Um, that's amazing, you know. Um, was there a culture shock? Um, no, not, there wasn't a massive culture shock. I think I had visited New York once before and I had family on the East Coast. So I had been to cities and things like that from visiting them in the summers. So it wasn't a massive shock. No, I think I was just excited to get out. That's amazing. I, I tried to live in New York. I went to college in Boston, and upon graduation, you know, I was like, well, I, just painters and uh, stuff, just like actors, you know, New York's one of New York or L.A., that's the place to be. You know, that's that's what they tell you. And um, so I tried it. I tried to move there. I lasted three months, 
lasted three months and then moved to San Diego. But, um, yeah, uh, crazy, crazy. You made it. You made it happen. And here you are. You're in a position now. How cool is this, Stacey? You can turn on the TV and see you looking out at you. You know, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's true. It is true. It's a very strange feeling, but that's true. <laughs> mm. Amazing. Do you, now let me ask you that. When you do a project like SMA, my love, um, and folks, don't worry, we're going to talk more about film and everything. I'm just, I'm just curious. Stacey's fascinating. Um, but I'm curious, when you do a project such as this, uh, do you watch the movie beforehand? Um, or is it a strange experience? seeing yourself, uh, you know, as a different person doing, you know, your profession, acting? Um, or do you prefer not to watch them? No, no, I don't, I, I don't so much mind watching. It's only when I'm, when I'm a little unhappy with how my performance went mm. and I know that I'm not going to get another retake, that's when I don't want to watch it, where I'm like, ooh, that one was too hammy. That is not a human being. What did I do? Uh, those are I really gotcha. the only times that I am I dread watching myself. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Susan from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out. 
uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Wow, it's, you don't have to worry about that with SMA My Love because it's, it's it's perfect as as someone from the outside looking in. I get the, I get that though. I get the same way. I um, uh, I'm telling you, man. Oh, 2008 to 2009, I would say. I, I look at my website at paintings I painted during that period. Let's just say I was living kind of a fast life at that. And uh, <laughs> oh, you can tell. You can tell in the word. I'm like, oh man. And I have this fantasy of going back, taking all that stuff off the website from those from that period, and repainting it, and then putting it back up, correct the way it should have been painted. And um, you know, like a re, like they do with musicians do with remastering. But the, oh yeah, you can't yeah. do it because there's people that love that stuff. You know, I hope they don't hear this because they're like, oh no, that's my painting that I paid money for from. 2009 is great. Uh, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> they yeah, love it. Yeah, so. it's a sample of who you were at that time. Maybe you could do yeah. a new one. That uh, what do they call that? The the sequel, your sequel to your painting yeah. series. Is that a thing? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's it's cool. Well, this is cool. Acting, you know, you're doing it and. Um, you know, you're doing it well. You're real good at it, you know. Um, those college courses paid off, Stacy. That's all I'm saying, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, <very> cool. <laughs> now, are you still musical? Do you, like, I don't know, whilst cleaning, do you hum a little ditty, break out into song? You know, I really don't. I think the thing is about when you go to school for musical theater and then you come here and you hear the people on Broadway, and it's just like, uh, I mean, I still enjoy singing, but it's it's not the same. You're like, I want my voice to sound like that. <laughs> so smooth, exactly. so effortless. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you, and, and I've never really said this publicly before, when I went to art school, I... I was the, the the drawer and the painter, you know, every out of my gang of friends and everybody I knew, they probably knew me, you know, I was, and I was real good at it. I painted many a drum kits for uh, musician friends and leather jackets and all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, <laughs> thought I was real cool. And then I went to art school and, um, you know, I showed up, there was several thousand other people um, and they were all much better drawers and painters than me, <laughs> you know, and I was like, whoa, there were many, that first month there, were, I'm telling you, there were many calls back home to uh, friends and family, peers involved going, I think I want to come home. <laughs> you know, I don't think this is for me. Um, and everybody said, no, 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 let's stick it out. You'll be fine. And, you know, they were right, but, well, at the time, well, I wasn't so sure, you know. It's very true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, man, it's uh, it's crazy. 
Well, that's cool, though. That's cool. And, you know, the thing with college, too, uh, any youngsters out there listening, go to school. I tell everybody, go to school. Um, you know, I get, you get that, Stacey. You get people like youngsters that, that ask, you know, they want to be doing what Stacey uh, Luckstein's doing. You know, they, they want to be living that life um, and, and doing this for a living. Do you get people that ask you, you know, advice and all this and that? I do, but I feel I don't necessarily feel qualified to give advice because I think my advice is, at least for acting, it's really to get in young. Don't go to school. Maybe find a good acting teacher. Oh. Not maybe. Do find a good acting teacher and study privately and, you know, take the acting classes, study the plays, the films. But, no, get to the locations where you can be shooting and start, you know, trying to find an agent and a manager and auditions as soon as you can. That is good advice. That is good. I'll tell you, and I, I, I'll tell you, from an outsider looking in, build up that thick skin. you got to learn how to deal with rejection, and no matter what creative field you're in, because it's going to happen. Not you even know. creative field, just in life in general. It's good to be able to handle <laughs> it. <laughs> That's very true. It's um, it's so. I have a friend of we we have a a friend of ours, uh, me and my wife, and uh, she's she's a writer, and I can say this, uh, she isn't writing hoping something happens. She got an agent and uh, just had a book published, like that she didn't pay for, <laughs> you know, like an actual publisher. <laughs> and she was bringing contracts over. For, she's like, I know you're not a lawyer, but you you've seen a few things. I'm like, okay, let's go over this. This is what this means. This is what that means. And, um, you know, she's living that life. But I remember when she first started submitting her, her novel, the one that got published, she, uh, we went out to dinner. And she was real long. I'm like, what is the problem? What is going on? Why are you so long-faced? You know? And uh, she's like, well, I got two rejection letters this week. <laughs> I'm like, oh, two. <laughs> wow. Only two? <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's... <laughs> Get ready, sweetie. It's going to be a lot more common. Um, All artists objective. Everybody likes what they like. Um, Yeah. It's crazy. Now, speaking of subjective art, SMA, my love. Like I said, this is a little, it's a slow burn. um, And it's it's kind of an intellectual horror thriller. I don't know if horror is really, I guess, supernatural thriller maybe. Um, Thriller, definitely. Did your mom watch this? Did your friends and family watch this? What did they think? Yeah. So um, my my parents did watch it, um, and mm-hmm. my friends watched it. I think the main takeaway was they were like, wow, I was really scared of you. <laughs> they were... They were <laughs> She's a very mild mannered. You seem like a very nice lady, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the main takeaway. Was wow, I was very scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't want to give anything away, folks. I want you to watch it, but yeah, you'll when you do watch it, you'll get what why this is a very funny answer. Um, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Other question: You know, you played the mother role. Um, and not to get too personal or anything, are you a mother in real life, um, or do you just play one on TV? Well, I do have fur babies, which I gotcha. if you were I to cross them, I would probably 
<laughs> act like a real mother <laughs> with my Absolutely. Uh, rage and protection and everything else. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm in the same position. Me and my wife, we do not have any human children. Um, not saying that's out of the realm of possibilities. I am pretty old, but you, know, you always read about these rock stars that have children at advanced stages. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, I've never felt more like a father. This happened a couple years ago. Uh, my, I have a dog as well. Her name's Mei Ling. She's a Sharpay. And her kennel, where she likes to sleep, is here in my studio, uh, here at the house. And, um, you know, she's in here with me. And one night, I guess we live in South Florida, a frog or something got into the, what well, was it, definitely a frog, got into the house some way, I don't know how, but it did, and it went in her kennel and touched her foot. And she's a little girl, and she freaked out, and it was a big deal. This was a 1230 at night, woke us up, you know, it was it was a problem. And uh, got in here, got the frog, put it outside, you know, she was upset. And I sat here in this chair that I'm sitting in right now and held her for two hours while calming her down. And I felt like, Father, I'm like, this is it. You know? Yeah, I know what it's like to be a dad. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah. I told my brother-in-law that, who, uh, you know, is a father to my beautiful niece, Wiley, and, um, you know, he wasn't impressed with that story. He's like, yeah, that's a Tuesday. Are you kidding? We do that six times a week. Are you, you did it once a couple of years ago. No, you have no idea. No idea. Uh, you know, three cheers for all the dads out there. I think there's a big holiday coming up. And what a great Father's Day gift, a copy of SMA My Love, a movie that has absolutely no fathers in it. But maybe you need a break. <laughs> you know, uh, all I'm saying. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that's cool. What kind of dog do you have, Stacey? She is a hound pit mix, I believe. She's a mutt. Mm. Um, but she looks like an Ibizan hound. Nice. Which is nice. like, um, and she behaves like one. They call them the clown dogs. <laughs> oh, because she's a silly dog. Yeah, she's very silly. Pop. <laughs> nice, nice. That's great. That's great. Our dog's insane. Um, our dog loves me and my wife. There's a couple other people she loves, and uh, I, from everything I've read, I did not know this. She's a rescue, folks. Um, and I'm not saying that, saying, "Oh, we're so cool. We got it." Just kind of worked out that way. We met somebody who works at a rescue place or organization. And, uh, we got me laughing, and um. But what people don't tell you is a lot of rescues, you don't know the life they had before you get them. And um, I want to be very clear about that. <laughs> um, certain breeds have certain traits, exactly like Stacy was saying with her dog. Um, our dog, uh, the Sharpay, those wrinkly ones, you have to socialize when they're very, very young um, because it's a guard dog, you know, it's uh, I tell people, they're like, what kind of dog? I'm like, think of it like a Chinese sharp pit or a, a, a Chinese pit bull. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. uh, ooh. Anyhow, our dog was not um, <laughs> socialized young. 
So she picks, and I guess in, even if they are, they pick a couple people, and their whole crowd, their whole pack's usually three or four people. That's about it. And uh, and that's our dog. So uh, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool walking down the street with her. <laughs> no, we've, we've got her trained now pretty well. She's she's uh, you know. I, I dread the day when the UPS comes to me personally because she will go out of her mind. Uh, you know. Yeah. Dogs yeah. are funny though. Dogs are crazy. Um, they're. Oh, she can tell a UPS or an Amazon delivery truck when it turns down our a block away when it turns down our street. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, that's. I didn't even know a car was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So that's cool. That is cool. Well, it it surprises me that you have a larger dog, though, uh, you know, mid to large range. I pictured you would have a little dog you'd put in your purse and, you know, go to Hollywood <laughs> meetings and lunches and stuff with your little dog and big sunglasses, $500 <laughs> flip-flops. Um, you know, you're not that much of an – you're not that type of actress is what you're saying. No, I mean, she, she has a collection of sweaters. Oh, she, nice. she definitely has her collection of sweaters and her bucket of toys, um, and she nice. likes going to a good brunch spot. <laughs> mm. She just doesn't fit yeah. in the purse. <laughs> I gotcha. You just need bigger purses, that's all. Yeah, Big maybe nap. a uh, Ikea bag. Have you seen those uh, <laughs> pictures of the dogs in the Ikea bags on the MTA? <laughs> It's really funny. So it, the uh, public transit system in New York has a law that you can't have a dog on the subway unless it's in a bag. So people oh. would put them in these massive uh, bags and cut little holes in the legs. So <laughs> so the uh, dogs would just be <laughs> like walking bags. It's like it's wearing a, it's, it's a coat you dress. It's, it's wonderful. It's New York after all. You know, oh yeah. my gosh, what do you think? This is Iowa? Come on. Uh, <laughs> now in Iowa, they would do it with a cow, you know? That's the only difference. Um, no, but people, you know, having a dog, though, in an urban environment, that's got to be interesting. So, you know, I mean, she's let you know when she needs to go out and walk and all that kind of stuff, and um, and you got to do it, right? Yeah, and I think it's pretty exciting for the, for the dogs because there's so many scents, you know? That's kind of oh, what their yeah. stimulus is. So if you think about all the lovely scents in the city, <laughs> plenty of opportunity for uh, uh, an adventure for a little dog. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I took my dog for a walk yesterday. We live in a very suburban, um, you know, little town on the beach here. And, um, you know, everybody was out barbecuing. And my dog's just walking around with her nose in the air, like smelling all the different possibilities in her mind <laughs> didn't happen we went to grandma's the barbecue but a girl can dream i suppose a girl can dream <laughs> next walk i'll get a burger <laughs> that's right oh man our dog is so spoiled i'm, I'm oh i made her popsicles yes i make my dog popsicles it's, it's just sad it's sad this dog won the lottery, man. <laughs> the rest of you play, you know. We watched in. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, great. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, yeah. That's good, though. Good to have. 
you know, it, the, the great thing about an animal and pets, and especially a dog, the thing I like about dogs, and people would have asked me before, they would have said, you know, are you a dog? Not necessarily. I didn't think I was. Didn't think I was. Um, the great thing about a dog is a dog will love you back, even if you're having a bad day. <laughs> you know? It's true. Unconditional love. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to love you like your dog. <laughs> it, it, it's very. I mean, we have cats, and the cats are great, and the cats like us and everything. That's the difference. They like us as long as we're petting them, giving them treat, doing something. They're getting something out of the relationship. Um, the dog, you know, I stand up to go to the washroom, and the dog's like, "Oh, we're going somewhere. Well, I'm with you. Let's go right now." You know, she's a ride or die. <laughs> um, she cares. <laughs> you know. The cats, on the other hand, look at me when I stand up and go, oh, can you bring me something on your way back? <laughs> you know, <laughs> actually do it before you do what you want it to do. That'll be better. Very true. How dare you rock Very my true. bed while you stand. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. And then we just acquired our latest animal, um, our neighbors. Uh, I have an elderly neighbor. She has a special needs granddaughter that lives with her, and uh, they found a little turtle in their swimming pool. And so brought it over here because, you know, we also are Noah's Ark, apparently. And uh, now we have this little, talk about winning the lottery, this little two-inch turtle now is in a 50-gallon tank that is decked out, has all the things, you know, it's a turtle resort. And, um, <laughs> you know, turtle's very happy. <laughs> you know, they brought him over in a shoebox. I'm like, that's an aquatic turtle. He needs to be in water. Oh, we didn't know that. <laughs> He's in the water now. <laughs> Has a little ramp and it's drier. Yeah. Set. But a turtle won't love you like a dog. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Amazing. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. 
Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Now, when you have to go on work, because um, you guys film this, right, upstate New York? Yeah, yeah. So you had to go out of town for a couple days, I was thinking, at least, right? Uh, yeah, we were upstate for two weeks. Wow, wow. Now, your pup, um, how did she handle that? Just mom's got to work? That's Everything's cool? Yeah, yeah, I think she... Um... She gets a little sad when I'm gone, uh, mm. but um, luckily my boyfriend was home, so she she still got no. plenty of attention. So she was not neglected. There you go. <laughs> and he's okay. Mom thinks he's okay, so you know he's a keeper. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so like the original, the reason we even went down this line of questioning, um, uh, Stacy, is that you the mother role in this particular story so well and so effective. Um, but I can't see you <laughs> knowing you now that I do with your fur baby. <laughs> where does, as a thespian, where does one draw upon to get that result? You are really, really believable and good in this role, you know? <laughs> Thank you. I Take think it's a combo of yeah, no, it is a compliment. Thank you. Uh, I think it's a combo of imagination, um, you know, and working with the other actress 
as well as mm. a little bit of substitution from my fur babies. Um, yeah. Well, it was great. It was phenomenal and, like I said, very believable and, and very, you know, it draw, this film draws you in and you, you care about these people. You can't, I don't know. We had the cinematographer on, uh, you know, we were talking about it because this is shot so well. Um, right from the get-go, you have this almost dreamlike, uh, surrealist quality about this film. You know what I mean? And it just draws you in. And then you guys start doing your thing acting and, and, and everything in it, and it's just, wow, right out of the park, both of you, you know? So yeah, good. I mean, Fletcher is really, really phenomenal. She, she's, her work is really good, so, the, our cinematographer and DP. She seems very smart to me. She seems very smart. She was the kind of girl I remember in art school that you would invite to your house to show your work to, and she seems like the type of, oh, yeah, that's really, really good. You know, uh, used two, uh, uh, you know, viewpoints there, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, here's how you fix that, <laughs> you know, and she would tell you. No, she didn't come off that way, like, in a negative way. She uh, just came off very intelligent to me, um, you know. She knows her stuff. Yeah, she definitely you know, knows her stuff, yeah. And uh, very, very good. But, yeah, that's cool. That is cool. Now, Stacy, on the other hand, she would be the girl you'd, you'd invite out or to a party or something and go, oh, my gosh, this girl's going to be expensive. She came from a little town. I figured this would be a cheap date. No, no, she's got this giant dog we got to bring food home for. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm teasing. I'm teasing you, Stacey. No idea. No idea. Um you don't come off as high maintenance to me. Perhaps you are. I don't know. The cleaning thing, maybe. I don't know. Um, very, very cool. Let me ask you this. Now, you. one of the crazy things that I learned doing the podcast is um, about film and filmmaking and, and all this and that is I am not in that world, so I uh, use regular time. I have a sense of, of, of standard uh temporal, uh, uh, you know, awareness. Um, film isn't that way. <laughs> I've had people all the time, I'm like, I love this film. You film this one. No, I filmed that three years ago, <laughs> you know. Um, I've done 87 things since then. Um, and it amazes me because I, I didn't know, you know. I just turned on the TV and there it was. Um, with this film, and the other thing, too, that I found out is Actors always have several projects, sometimes have several projects they'll be working on, you know. Um, was that the case with this? Uh, you know, or Yeah, I mean, ideally, nice- you always have a couple projects you're working on. I think I may have been shooting a short film right before I went to shoot this. Um, but I think right after this was, was COVID, um, oh. if I remember. But maybe I'm getting my years confused. Because uh, it's been a yeah. while. COVID's, COVID was a weird period. And I'm not making light of it, folks. I understand and I get fully COVID was a bad deal. Stacey, you were in New York. And you were in New York. You know, I'm down here in South Florida. We didn't really care about that much, you know, because we're insane. Um, you know, and <laughs> it's just, but I was 
see in the news. New York looked pretty bad, you know. Were you in, did you stay in the city during it all, or did you go visit mom, you know, for a year and a half? What happened? No, yeah, we stayed for most of COVID. We went. I think in the summer back to my parents' place in Oklahoma for a couple months, but we were in New York for most of COVID. Yeah. That's amazing. I didn't know you were from Oklahoma. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm from Oklahoma. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I was myself was born in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. A lot of people back there. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. It's so funny with, uh, like I said, we live in South Florida. So, of course, uh, you know, there's, and I don't want to get into it, folks, but, you know, there's a lot of zany political stuff happening down here. You might have heard. Um, and my wife's like, because, uh, you know, she's like, well, you know, the, the I'm Cherokee. And she's like, we can always move to Tahlequah. You know, they're always trying to get you to move out there. And I'm like, no, sweetie, <laughs> you don't understand an Oklahoma ice storm in the winter or how hot it is bailing hay in the summer. <laughs> it's so extreme. <laughs> it really is you extreme, know? right? <laughs> she's, she just went to Vegas for the first time last month, and she's like, yeah, but the the heat out west, is so my hair was beautiful. You know, there's no humidity. Blah, blah. I'm like, there's humidity in Oklahoma. Believe me, there is humidity in Oklahoma. <laughs> Yep. Imagine we got humidity. We got tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> Earthquakes now. Yeah. Lightning strikes. Haven't <laughs> seen a thunderstorm since you've been in Oklahoma. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you moved from Oki. You were in Oki, and moved to New York City. Wow. Wow. Do your folks come visit you? Um, my mom has come a few times. My dad, funnily enough, actually grew up part of his life on the East Coast, and he has not come to visit me. Um, I gotcha. But, I gotcha. Uh, he gets it. He's fully turned into an it. Oklahoma man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, let's, every place, particular traits, whether they be good or bad, um, that you, one will notice when visiting. You go to the West Coast, yeah, everybody's flaky, you know. <laughs> Timing, schedules, I thought that was a suggestion. I don't, you know, yeah, I'm three hours late. Yeah, what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> Very indicative to the West Coast. East Coast, people are a little uh, self-centered, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I didn't even realize you were standing there in the grocery. Let me reach over your shoulder and grab what you're looking at, you know, very East Coast, um, you know, and people notice these things. Um, yeah, so I get where your dad's coming from. <laughs> I think about that every day when I'm out walking around. You know? Yeah, too many people, people and one spot. I need space. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. How yeah. many Italian restaurants do we need in our town? We have 87 of She's on deck. Um, don't have to take her to a lot. If she wants to go on auditions and stuff, do you still do that a lot? 
No, you know, a lot of auditions now are self-taped. Well, I mean, we're in the middle of a strike right now, so there's no uh, film and TV auditions. But um, right. But yeah, most auditions right. now are self-taped. That's great. So you actually, I bought my wife one of these during the um, uh, the pandemic, during COVID. Um, one of those little fluorescent ring light things. I don't know why she oh, did yeah. it. She was doing something with TikTok. You probably have one of those since you're doing self-auditions and stuff, right? I got a couple of those, yep. <laughs> <laughs> she has a whole room where she can film that stuff. <laughs> um, that's great. That's great. Everybody keeps bugging me. They're like, make the show video. You know, we're in the age of Zoom now. Are you kidding me? I'm like, no. No, I would have to get gussied up if I did that. I'm not doing it, man. I want to wear my PJs. Exactly. I've got that maid outfit on. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, you know, I mean, I would do the Zoom thing if if I thought I could, you know, if I could take like a really good picture of me and make like a mask out of it, like tie a ribbon behind it or something, and I could with the mouth cut out or something, I could just wear that during this Zoom call. I think I would do it. <laughs> be a, terrifying. Uh, yeah, it would be. <laughs> told me the other day they were talking I couldn't believe it it was I don't know whether to take this as a compliment or an insult because I think it was meant as a compliment but they were talking about my my paintings and they're like you know I I've done a lot of serial killers collect your work <laughs> what oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah, <laughs> yeah how do you take that <laughs> oh man remember folks when I told you you have to build up that thick skin this is why <laughs> I hear you, but I, I am have choosing to... to let it fall out of my ear. <laughs> oh, exactly. I do have, kind of have a a thing for because uh, the majority of my work is commission work. The majority of my work, ninety percent of it, I'm painting kids or dogs or whatever somebody's paying me to paint, and that's fine. I'm not complaining about it. But when I do get to you know draw, oh, I have a great idea for this, you know, um, or that. It's usually I like glamorous women kind of up to no good, you know, <laughs> putting a pill in someone's coffee or something. You know, I mean, we watch a lot of Snapped in our house. You know, maybe it's that. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I feel like those are popular. Like they used to have, you know, those like 50s style pinups with sassy things. Yeah, exactly. You know, that feels like art. that's like a jump off of, off of that. Yeah. That's where I'm going. You you read me. See, Stacy's a sophisticated New Yorker, ladies and gentlemen. She just gets it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> she didn't go to serial killer at all. <laughs> I don't think they thought I was a serial killer. Um, you know, I'm I'm much too out there. Uh, you know, serial killers usually keep a much lower. Although I do live in Florida, um, you know, so there is the possibility. Uh, of living next door to one. Uh, anyway, anyway, let me ask you this. Let me throw this back towards you, Stacey. Is there a particular uh, genre of uh, film that you like to work in, or you do it all? I really enjoy doing it all, but I particularly am hoping to get more into comedy just because I really, um, I think it's fun. There's a little bit of, uh, I don't know. Funny it feels, too, so. Yeah. It feels more challenging in some ways than drama and a lot of the other genres. So I kind of want to 
see if I can get into more of that. I gotcha. I gotcha. I I don't know this because I I've never you know I'm not in that world um, other than by association. Um, I've heard I've heard a lot of people tell me that comedy um, in in film and theater is is very akin to horror. You know you have to build up and then there's the release and they have terms for all this that I do not know but um, yeah they say timing is so important in both of those fields you know in both of those genres and, uh, yeah yeah I don't I know. Think timing is definitely really important um, for comedy I never thought about it for horror maybe it is really important for horror too I feel really well, you're ignorant. really good know. at it <laughs> you got it down <laughs> you know um, your character in Estimate My Love gave me the willies. All I'm saying. <laughs> but not at first. But not at first. Threw me in. Threw me in, you know. Um, and we have, um, oh, my gosh. I hope that is a coming on the mic. Hey, Lane, go to sleep, sweetie. It's just a drink. You're okay. Sorry, oh. folks. Uh, my dog was, I don't know, barking in her sleep or snoring. or She's got a lot of wrinkles. <laughs> Oh, sometimes, you know, hard to breathe, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, SMA, my love, we have links up, folks. We have links, and these links stay active. When we convert this to a podcast, if you're listening on, uh, you know, Pandora or Spotify or something, thanks for listening. Uh, but click on those links. You can get right to uh, the SMA, my love website, Instagram page, and the IMDb. And, um, yeah, you know, and I was just, I was telling Fletcher this the other day, 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb for their rating. I mean, I know, you know, whatever that means, uh, or I don't know what that means, but it seems pretty good to me, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, that's great. I'll be, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it stays there after it uh, gets released to the public. <laughs> yeah, and this is pre-release. This is amazing. And we also have, folks, uh, the link to Stacy's website as well, um, StacyWeckstein.biz, because biz is what she's about, baby. Um, no time for nonsense. <laughs> love it. I love it. I need to, I need to change mine to biz. That just gives an <laughs> element of, of, you know, I like that. Um, really? It was, mine, it was just because .com was taken. <laughs> I have a better story for you, Stacey. I had a .com on mine, and I went to what did I go? I went to San Francisco or something for the weekend, and the thing expired. I was there actually for a couple of weeks, and I had forgot about it, and it expired, and somebody bought it and then tried to sell it to me. I'm like, Isn't oh that yeah, that's the thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, it was a big, you know, and they they wanted like I don't know, twenty five hundred bucks or something, and I'm like, yeah, you're meeting me. Look at my new website .us. <laughs> I was way cheaper than twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, well, I don't know. I can't remember. But it's been that ever since, and of course that has been so long now. And now the dot com is even available. I could buy that for you know fifty bucks or something. And uh, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I'm, you know, sticking with my dot for our radio thing though. We got the dot com. <laughs> But I like the biz, Stacy. I like the biz. That is good. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. So very, very cool. Very cool. Now, I want to ask you, 
I know we're promoting SMA My Love. I want everybody to watch it, and I know all of our listeners. Believe me, the listeners to our show are strange enough uh, that they're going to be like, oh, a weird, strange movie that makes you think that's a slow burn? That, uh, yeah, yeah, it's very surreal. Like I said, it's dreamlike, if you will. Um, they're going to eat this up. But uh, are the gears turning? Do you have other pro- – I know how you Hollywood New York types can be sometimes, that you can't mention what you're working on. Is there anything you can mention that you have coming up or we should also check out? Yeah, I shot a short film for Blue Fridge Productions back in the fall that I think may be released on their site um, at some point this year. And then I am in pre, very early pre-production for a feature film that I'm producing and planning to act in as well. Um, that's called the rugged. Is this cloth. your first um, first uh, bite at that particular apple? Uh, producer? It is, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, like a fool, decided to do a feature on my first bite, yeah. Uh, but I think it'll be good. I, I know a lot of people who have done it, so I have uh, lots of arms to lean on. <laughs> well, and it's great. It's great. And, you know, you get something else to put on the on the business card, you know. Um, exactly, Very, yeah. very cool, you know. Um, that is fantastic. How different is it? behind the camera as opposed to, you know, because you're real, real good in front of it. You know, it's a lot more work than I think people realize. There are so many elements of legal documents and different versions and drafts of the script and so many crews and unions, and uh, it's a lot to learn as a producer. So it definitely is giving me a lot of respect for anyone who has produced. Well, that's amazing. Well, money, you know, whenever there's money involved, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Money generates paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) And after, you just, oh, a release? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Residuals, I don't know what it is, but I don't mind signing them away here. No problem. Uh, I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. (laughs) Kidding, kidding, kidding. Uh, yeah, but producer, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. <laughs> you know? And I say that again in case any filmmakers are listening and they're like, ah, Jamie, Jamie, you want to produce a movie? No. I I have a wife. She would never fly. <laughs> you know? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Our relationship is very, I'm, you're probably too young to remember this uh, cartoon. It's called The Jetsons, about the family that lived in the future. And um, at the beginning of the cartoon, they would show uh, George Jetson. He was the dad in it. He would get paid, and or the, everybody was asking for money. He'd pull out his wallet and, um, you know, hand out some sort of paper money to the daughter and the little boy. And then the wife just took the whole wallet. That, that's our life. That's how it is in our house. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's how it is. Oh, man. Telling you, telling you. So uh, very, very cool. Well, we will definitely check this out, and I'm glad about these upcoming projects because you know what that means, Stacy. You know what that means. We can have you on the show again when those are ready. Yes, for, uh, I look forward to it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, very, very cool. Well, like I said, 
you knocked it out of the park with this film. This is a fantastic film. Folks, it's, um, you know, there's a mom and a daughter, and the daughter's got a very terminal, painful illness, and they're, they go on a trip to uh, kind of say their goodbye and connect, and um, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those. <laughs> That's my review, folks. It's one of those. <laughs> Um, yeah. Whoa. Um, you know, no, it's really good. Really good. Um, you know, Stacey, you picked a good one. Now, how did you, I mean, that's a good final question. How did you come across this? Was it just, uh, did you answer an, an ad on, in the, in the newspaper? What, how do you even know? Or word of mouth? No, I actually, um, I got an email. So um, a casting director friend that I had taken an acting class with, uh, Michael D'Amato, had referred me to uh, Corey. And so Corey's, uh, Catherine, I think it was Catherine who reached out to me through email to see if I would be interested in auditioning. Well, you know, we had Corey on the show, too. And I'll tell you, for those who didn't hear that particular episode, you can send our show links and whatnot. Um, Corey's pretty serious, too, when it comes to his, his craft, his, his skill, filmmaking. <laughs> I remember him telling me it was like a six-month casting thing. I mean, it didn't happen. Like, it wasn't a Tuesday. Everybody was at the bar and went, yeah, let's make a film. <laughs> no. It was very no, 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 serious. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Very methodical, yeah. you know. Um, I think people have had their pancreas out with less. Uh, <laughs> you know. I'm not saying that's a good thing or bad thing, but the end result, you have a hell of a movie, and it's probably a big part of that, <laughs> you know, some planning. Now, let me ask you this, Stacey. As a producer, that's a good thing, right? Everything laid out, and everybody knows what's supposed to happen, when it's supposed to happen, and how much it's supposed to be, and everything. Yeah, no, I think as a producer, you want everything lined up and organized as good as you can before you ever set foot, or even before you even hire anyone. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, and I tell people that aren't in the movie business, think of, a, think of a wedding. You don't just show up. I mean, some people do. I, I know people that go, but like if you wanted a wedding, like like a traditional type one. You wouldn't just show up to a place and say, yeah, I brought 50 people with me. We're going to get married. No, I mean, there's things that have to happen. Um, yes. <laughs> and the money you think you were going to spend, well, triple that. <laughs> you know, how that goes. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Oh, it happens. It ha- oh. my, uh, my wife's part Sicilian, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's how ours went, um, you know. And the thing was, I was the groom, so you would think I would have a little bit of it. No, not a lot of input, input in that. <laughs> her and her mother <laughs> should have gotten married. No, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It was very nice. Um, but they didn't have it planned out, <laughs> you know. The sun will be at this angle at this time, and all that's important. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, very cool, very, very cool. Well, Stacey, I'm going to tell you this. You already know this, you know, but if you ever have one of those mornings where you wake up and you're like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to do it today, push that out of your brain because you got to do it. You're real, real good at it. 
You know, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And um, that was obvious to me watching this film. That's the main my love. Oh, thank you really so much. Good. That means a lot. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you so much yeah. for taking the time to interview me, Jamie, and uh, watch the film and uh, ask such thoughtful questions. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're great. You're great and super funny. Hey, folks, last little thing I want to tell you. If you go to Stacey's, you know, we have a link up, StaceyWexstein.biz. Uh, love that, .biz. Um, if you go there, you can click, watch the uh, her stand-up reel. Hilarious. Do more of that, Stacey. You're real funny. <laughs> you know, seriously. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Uh, give that dog an extra smooch for me. Yeah, and I am the boyfriend, too. What the hell? And um, we will, uh, folks, we're going to wrap it up. We uh, we ran out of time, and um, my little wife's blinking at me here. But we will be back tomorrow. Um, yeah, hey, speaking of which, tomorrow, you guys asked for it. We had, um, we've had a few over the years of uh, people in the UFO, UAP uh, world doing documentaries and films and all that kind of stuff on that. Um, well, we had someone on uh, a couple weeks ago, and you guys, I got so many emails and everything that we're doing at least. Uh, the plan is, at our last meeting, was to do a UFO show once a month. So, um, you know, you guys asked for it. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. So we've got a one of the top people in the business, Mr. Ron James, is on. You've seen him, and if you've ever watched the History Channel late at night, <laughs> you've seen Ron James. He's on there all the time. So uh, there you go. There you go. And the day after, I'm very excited about this show. It's been 10 years since this guest was on the show. Um, she was. She came on 10 years ago. How long have we been doing this, man? And she was guest 38. This is episode 1350-something, you know. But she was guest 38, and she was trying to raise money uh, to do this little documentary called The Brainwashing of My Dad. And her you know, her dad, this is pre-Trump and all that. Her dad got uh, sucked into uh, right-wing media, Fox News and all that, and changed. And she did a documentary about it. Um, well, the documentary came out. She, you've seen her on CNN and all these uh, things and uh, everything. She's a real expert in that field. And um, the documentary, you know, did gangbusters, won all kinds of awards and stuff. And then she wrote a book about all this. So she's going to be on. 13 years later, or 10 years later, I should say, and uh, talking about the book. So it's an exciting week around here, you know. It's an exciting week. Um, but we will see you then. Again, thanks, everybody. This will be converted. It will be on uh, wherever you stream and download podcasts out, and we're going to blast it out on all my social media. So, you know, it's out there, baby. It's out there. Stacy is so cool. She's cool turned up to 10. I really enjoyed talking to her today. And uh, I will, you guys, check this movie out. SMA, my love. It's fantastic. We will see you next time, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.